The true Skarwalk, a foul castle, hidden within the city of Corvosa, fiercest bulwark of the fearmonger Casavon's forces. Inside lies our only hope of stopping, and what is written in the cards is pain, suffering, and death. My name is Solaris Dane. I am a Hera reader from West Dock. I am also dead, and so the cursed castle of Skarwall has attempted to bind my spirit and damn me for all time. My friends, the heroes of Corvosa, have passed beyond Skarwall's gate and are hidden from my sight. Their worst fears and the unquiet dead await them. Casavon's evil haunts this place, and I fear they will not survive. This is not my story, nor even the story of Corvosa. Rather, I can only pray it is not the end of our story, and that our heroes will return from this unholy place. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, presents Skeletons of Scarwall, a Curse of the Crimson Throne adventure. Episode 132. Voice of the Editor here. For this episode, we find ourselves in another COVID-19 snap lockdown, so everybody's playing this online. A surprise to us all. And we begin the episode cutting in after we've been talking for a while about divvying up treasure and things that aren't particularly exciting to listen to. I also want to put a warning on the start of this episode that this is one where Leori goes into about why she likes to hurt herself. Uh, if you find that sort of thing too disturbing or triggering, this might be a good one to skip over, at least when she starts into that. So that was the treasure division. Cool. Um, can I have a recap, given that I missed it all? Uh, magic armor that lets you fly and resist ghost touching, a holy longsword, and a ghost touch um, shield. Okay, so we could do some talk to each other or to the NPCs. Sure. We could... Um, Try and do some bits of exploring around not being able to fight anything. So where we left it um, was see all saying to people, um, "Beetly, beetly, be." Um, uh, we should talk about Casavon and what he intends, etc., etc., etc. I fear he intends to become a god. Dun dun dun. Yes. Or something to I that think, extent. I think continuing that conversation is a good idea. Okay, so you are all sitting around your happy magical ballroom. Um, Leori and Seol have had brief words this morning and are basically sitting as far apart from each other in the circle as they can. And she is very much giving him glares and he is very much endeavouring to ignore her. And... He has said, I believe it is time to speak of, um, you know, what we have seen in this place and what Carsifon intends. Uh, I, I believe that I am in agreement with some of you and gesticulates to Elagos that his intentions go beyond merely possessing the queen. He seeks to take power that is not his. He seeks to steal from Asmodeus. How can that be done? How how do you steal power from a god? It is an interesting question. Asmodeus is a deity 
by power and by common agreement. We worship him into the majesty and the law and order that he brings. In the case of Leori and myself, we worship him in a minor aspect, the Brotherhood of Bones, that in his uh, that in his portfolio of pain and fear benefits those bring to our world. It is gods can be killed, although such a thing is very rarely done and mostly the realm of other deific beings, but in terms of how their capacities are Oh god, fucking seal. So many <laughs> Um In terms of how their capacities are divided, it is a matter of what the world perceives and where that divine power goes. I for example if a, there are minor goddesses in the world, such as Nadira, who is a goddess of romantic tragedy, as opposed to Shailen's more broad-speaking love. She is uh, a former underling of Shailen's as a sort. Now, she is prayed to accounts of romantic tragedy where there are suicides. Families will not allow marriages. A very Romarius and Julietus style of thing. Now, in theory, if another sufficiently powerful entity were to lay claim to that and establish themselves by assisting others with romantic tragedies, perhaps creating romantic tragedies were like, they could in theory shift that balance of power. Oh. In terms of taking Asmodeus's place, well, such a thing uh, <laughs> cannot be done, the Lord of Pain and Fear, the Lord of Hell himself, would not be so easily displaced. Although, he says, and and suddenly starts to turn white, and you hear this, you hear Kassavon's voice again. Yes. Do continue. And see all sort of glares around at thin air. By my read, Kassavon has shown no interest in law, order, contracts, tyranny, the like. He ruled over Scarwall as a tyrant rather than any sort of established ruler, a hierarchy. He did not have. It is all rather classless. However, we have seen he is very interested in some aspects. And he swallows as he recalls something from his dreams. Suffering. Loss. Pain. Fear. Cruelty. Everyone who has seen something in Scarwall has seen a vision of that nature, yes? Yeah. 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 It is possible. So, yes. So, um, what he has to do is have worshippers, right? Is that how it works? Or if he lets himself known to the world as God of such and such? If he seeks to claim Asmodeus' domains of pain and fear, if he seeks to add to them with 
cruelty and suffering, then he would need to create such energy. And he sighs and scratches his face at this point, which, of course, he is in a perfect position to do in the form of the Queen of Corvosa. Oh. Has your, your city, has, has it been suffering from newly established fears, pain, suffering? Yeah. For quite a few years now. That's worrying. And the queen herself, would you say she is stronger than when you first knew her? Definitely. Physically, yeah. Lots. Then I would guess that he is feeding off those energies. There is no doubt other complexities involved, rituals and the like, but Kasavon was a master of magic, as we have learned, a dragon, great power, even before Asmodeus granted him any, made what may go down as one of the Lord of Hell's more foolish, but... I do not suggest that this is anything that we need to fear imminently. If it was a matter of simply ascending, then he would have already done so. Although, if he had not been checked by your ancestor, Silver, it is entirely possible he would have already succeeded at this some hundred years, some several hundred years ago. He was not alone. It's not a, this is not a feat that one person can do on their own. He had allies. They should all be recognized alongside of him. So this, um, you, you think maybe instead of unseating Asmodeus, he's seeking to steal off him, take some of his portfolios away, weaken Asmodeus, strengthen himself like. I would imagine it is certainly possible. And, of course, also, if Kasavon should draw enough of the power of the divine and claim those portfolios himself, then he would, um... God, see, all he rambles so long I actually lose his point. Um, then he would, of course, no longer be bound by his contract with Kasavon. His soul cannot pass on to Asmodeus as it is supposed to if he cannot die, if he does not die. It's kind of a complicated way to get out of a contract. Yeah, but isn't it better ultimately for him? Mm, it is more than simply avoiding the contract at this point. When Phirasma used the Great Seal to will existence into being, there are accounts which state that Asmodeus was one of the first deities to be created. However, other records pertaining to uh, the Lord of Hell state he was once an angel empyreal who came upon a shadow of heaven, or rather created this shade and drew more power than heaven was willing to give him from that plane of existence and thus displaced the first 
whose name is not yet no longer known to us. An excellent Would, summary of a success story. If, Sorry, if he just wants more. to keep talking, he can just keep talking and I'll leave all the exposition to him. No, no, that's the um, that's the perils of online. It's hard to tell when you're done versus not. He wasn't attempting to cut you off. My apologies. Pray continue. Yeah, I just got to recover my train of thought. So for Asmodeus, the wellspring of his first power was this d domain, which then became what we would now recognize as hell. Seems that the domain that Casa Vaughn is drawing from, the well of suffering, which the tyrant is most intimately connected to, is Corvosa. We have all seen how intimately he is woven the spiritual as well as the physical manifestations of the city. It is not a great plain, but it is full of souls. Yeah, and full of suffering. And suffering is something that Corvosa knows well since before the Queen started doing this. Yeah. There are tales of gods rising and gods falling. We we know the likes of Irori and Iomedi are comparatively recent from some historical points of view. If gods can rise, then they can surely also fall. Well, that makes a certain amount of sense, but does it actually make any difference to what we're doing here? It's worth knowing, like, but if we can kill him, it won't matter if he was on a way to becoming a god, and if we can't kill him, he's going to do a fair amount of damage whether or not he becomes a god. A very practical point. Yeah, Jack's right. We should just focus on what we're doing. Not necessarily. It depends on if... The, but what I don't understand is if this makes a difference to how we try and take him down? You have already found great difficulties in harming him physically. That is one of the reasons we are here. I suppose in the end it does not, although it does colour his actions with a great deal more distaste that he seeks not only to punish for no purpose, but to take that which does not belong to him. I'd like to know if it's possible for us to um, separate him from the Queen somehow. No, says Casavon's voice rather. 
foreseeable. <laughs> no one's interested in No one asked you, Castle. <laughs> you realize now what you oppose. How pointless this all is. What is in Scarwall is me. A segment of soul, a trapped moment in time. Something perhaps you can beat. What is in Corvosa is something altogether different. You would be best to run while you still can. (laughs) He's only saying that because he's afraid. You're on the right track. Notably, Kassavon does not have a particular comeback to that. He just goes quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you've got to figure he's pretty scared of things himself, right? I mean, he's gone to an awful lot of effort to avoid dying. Exactly. We are on the right track here. Um, So, I don't know. Um, We've focused a lot of effort on gathering these things. And... um, Jack will cast a dirty look at Shredwing in the horn. And we're hopefully going to find the um the last one, although since we've been to this castle, just surviving it has sort of taken a lot of attention. But I don't know that we really know what we um what we're gonna do with all the items once we have them. Yeah. No, Seol isn't really disagreeing. He just wants to, um... Uh, yeah, kind of. He wants to pontificate on the point. Like, it, sure. what Casavon is actually doing doesn't necessarily change your plans or agendas, but it's, it's always good to know what your enemy is about. Yep. Yeah, uh, except I pontificated about this, like, several weeks ago. Yes. This is the GM trying to have the conversation with the table. Mm. Well, Lucy has no idea. I have nothing to say. I haven't already said. So do we suppose that it'll become clearer once we have all the items what to do with them? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, we'd better hope so, right? Because we don't have yeah. a plan B. Well, maybe the last thing that we find comes with the instruction manual. <laughs> if only life was that simple. It's never that easy, says Leori. <laughs> well, she's I from, think she's in the tent. <laughs> no, no, she's actually out in this conversation. She's just oh, okay. Well, she's see all this captain exposition. She's not. She's just sitting as far from him as possible. But she's included. Yep. Uh, we'll figure it out. Right? Well, I think right now the thing is we want to get the item and get out of here and destroy this place and kill yeah. stupid ghost Casavon. Yeah. And then we can just you know, spend a few nights sleeping in a place that doesn't give you nightmares before we worry about our next step. Yeah. One thing and at get, a time. And Seal. get Lara back. Sorry. Seal, what would your next step be once you leave here? An excellent question. I am 
sent to claim Casavon's soul for Asmodeus to force him to fulfill his bargain. However, I have no power or capacity to do so. I am uh, very much in, al- in alliance with your works here. Yeah, I mean, we get the bits. We kill the queen. Casavon falls out. We that's kill him too if we need to. That's where we're not in alignment. We're not we going to kill the queen. We want to try and take the queen down without killing her. But apart from that, it seems like we kind of are. Mm-hmm. He nods. I mean, and, you know, we're going to have to do whatever it takes to stop the queen in the end. Yeah, if but we... I'm really hoping that we could separate Casafon out of the queen, even if it's the um, right at the end. I think if, we, if we're going to do that, we're going to have to convince her to let him go. And I think that's going to be tough. Yeah. As I understand the work and research you have done, the purpose of this is to make Casavon whole again, to make him vulnerable again in a way he is presently not. So then we can stab him. Yeah, yep. actually. Yeah. yeah, so we can stab him. I mean, theoretically, these these totems that we've taken from 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 Carcavon, if we assembled them all together, could we destroy them and destroy a part of his soul with it? I have no idea how it works. Didn't didn't quite understand that one. Um, basically, it, it's it's kind of like with Voldemort, where if you destroy the the, the pieces of Voldemort's soul, it'll eventually make him like a simpler version of himself, which will be a lot easier to take out. And but you can't take him out without destroying those bits first. Yeah, except the for Voldemort's Hor- Horcruxes. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Your problem is one of them is in Iliosa. Yeah. So I think what we could possibly out of character, what we could use as a refresher, do we actually have any concept of what we're supposed to do with things once we get them all? Um, yeah, that would help to know. There is a riddle you have somewhere from your um, Chaunte visions um, that Amalia Eyes of Flame gave um, endeavor to have a look for it as I'm sitting on the computer but um, it was something in the neighborhood of Serenthal knows the way and lies within knows the secret to pierce evil's skin or something in that neighborhood right so we need oh, Serenthal's yeah. help to, we need to destroy evil Carcivon and then get Serenthal's help yeah because right. right now she's busy you know holding she's, him back she's currently locked down by him yeah well that's good Okay, so theoretically, before the end, before the time we leave here, we will hopefully have a better idea, and also um, have actually found the um, the item that we're looking for. Because we certainly, as far as I know, we didn't see it on Ghost Castlevon, so it's presumably so it must be somewhere else in the logically must be somewhere else in the tower. Although you didn't actually kill him per se, mm. true. So it's possible if we kill him, it'll fall out. Yeah. Possible.
that's all good. We go and kill him. And yeah, here we go. Uh, only a trap is the castle, you know. Closer to home is Scarwall's true shadow. A portal to breach neath the school arcane. Shift not back, but thrice hail his name. You know what all that means. Uh, Serenthil knows the way and lies within. She holds the secret to pierce evil's skin. Cool. Yeah. All right. So we need those two things: the 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 item that we're looking for and the advice from Serenthil. And as a side benefit, that just happens to involve us killing Carsepon, which we want to do anyway. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, does Seal know anything about this void that we're finding in the castle that um, is a little bit scary for us to cross? Does he know anything about it? No more than what um, Elagos and you have already, have already assessed, that it's effectively... Um, Scarwall is in its own sort of pocket reality and bits of it aren't working. Mm. So it's 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 effectively a pocket of unreality. Okay. Okay. Alright, so is that pretty much the conversation we wanted to have with Seor? Well, as a group, yeah. Cool beans? Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty much that. So you all will cogitate on this at, at some more length. Leori will basically, yeah, yeah, but but then we'll stab him. It's all good. And you have this conversation around a couple of ways, and that's about it. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Um, do we need to, like, um, have we freed the dragon yet? No. No. Do we want to make a plan of attack of what we're going to do with that? I um I don't know if we want to do that one now because it involves lots of spell crossing off. Okay. I I wasn't sure whether your theory was that you wanted to do that um now or later or on a day where you were also going to try and knock off another anchor or something in that neighborhood. I thought what we agreed based on talking about Elagos's spell preparation last time is that we were going to do the dragon today and the lich tomorrow, but Meredith may remember better than me. Uh, I prepared uh, anti... Um, no, um... Dispel evil. Yeah, dispel evil. Yeah. So, yeah, if, um, we can always write a couple of notes on some paper and put it in Meredith's character sheet saying one identify and dispel evil used if people want to do that now. Well, what was the other options that we had for role-playing? Uh, the other thing is because of um, Yaren disappearing for a week and then doing other things, etc., etc., we never got back to... Um, Lucy's stuff after her nightmarish vision. Oh, that's um, right. Because um, Elagos basically looked at it and went, okay, there's obviously a thing here that I don't know. And then we didn't talk about it for some reason. Oh, that's right, because Meredith wasn't here. 
Yeah, and then I wasn't here, so <laughs> we didn't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, right. So that was the thing. Alagos found out that Lucy killed her first husband, but we never actually dealt with that in character because no. we never had both of them here. I don't know that Alagos actually did find that out. No, um, I didn't. No, because Lucy had the vision and she didn't talk about it. But um, when we consoled Lucy afterwards, we talked in explicit terms about the fact that you killed Septimus. I paid oh, attention yeah. to that at the time. Yeah. And then we were going to do a recap when Meredith returned. Yeah, because that yeah. came up in character, but we didn't see Elagos' yeah. reaction to it because Meredith wasn't here. So we thought that yeah. was actually worth playing out, was the conception. Yeah. There you go. I I have no idea what I missed. If, if you guys have a scene in mind, I'm happy to. Yeah. So, um, cause the vision only happens inside Lucy's head and Correct. nobody else gets so it. From an external point of view, um, Lucy is just kind of walking along down a random corridor with everyone. When she staggers, sort of clutches her head, looks, um, I think fear was very much what was coming yeah, in that version. Yeah. Looks, looks terrified. A, a moment later, this happens in sort of a, in sort of a couple of seconds from everyone else's point of view. Um, a gauntlet appears out of midair, um, coming out of ectoplasm because there's always some sort of sort of souvenir or trophy or something left over from them. Um, a yeah. gauntlet appears out of thin air that is made of mithril and looks very fine and has corvosin markings on it and falls to the ground with blood on the knuckles of it. Um, and then Lucy staggers back, and then a bunch of wraiths come out of the walls and attack people again. One of them uh, looks like... Nobody except Silver ever met Septimus, so one of them looks like a sort of tall, thin, older man who then morphs into Sabrina Merrin at various points. They all attack and you are forced to put them down in the way you've done with the other visions. And then Lucy yeah. is left sort of pale and shaking. Yeah, all the while Lucy's claiming that she she can't cast magic. Um, uh, yeah. Saying that she, yeah, um, she's crazy and this is all a vision and she can't actually cast magic. And uh, she, she looks very shaken. Um, but uh, I think Silver... And Jack managed to convince her that she can. Cause, and yeah. then she said, um, she said to Silver that, um, he's, uh, um, figment of her imagination. Yeah, cause I was your, up. I was your made up best friend. Yeah. <laughs> In her vision. I had fun with that. Yeah. So she yeah. was like telling Silver that he's not real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I um, reassured her by reminding her that she killed Septimus and, you know, she does have magic and power. Yeah. That he's dead. And then, and then she, she was like, oh, yeah, right, okay. So uh, she, she started using magic again, but she looked very shaken afterwards. So, uh, yeah, um, Alagos' point of view, he now heard that, like, she killed Septimus. Mm. <laughs> so, um, the ex-husband. Hmm. So Alagos would probably frown at the Lucy killed this guy. Um, yeah. But also kind of is suspicious of like if he's reappearing in visions, you know. Yeah. 
Um, he, he must be. Uh, so he'll probably start off with, yeah. What manner of influence was this man, Septimus, upon thee? He was a, he was a bastard. And I killed him. He, he locked me up. And he tried to control me. And I had enough of that. I, I did kill him, did I? Yeah, I did. She seems a little confused. Still. Yeah. <laughs> A jailer? Yeah. Uh, well, my my father. Uh, he your had father? A, no, my. Oh, it's a, I'm just telling your story. My my, my father? father was a alchemist in the city, and he was. Uh, he looked after our family, and one day um, he got framed for stuff that he didn't do. And got killed. And our family got left with no one to take care of. And my mother, you met my mother. She went a little, she didn't take that very well. So um, I was left to um, decide what what I was going to do. And this guy came along and he had, he was noble and he had money. So... I thought if I married him, he'll look after the family. I was um, 16 at the time. And he looks very disapproving of 16 because, you know, 16 is way too young for anybody to do anything. Like 16 is barely out of the egg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you'd think so. But uh, if I didn't do that, then the family had no money. And mother couldn't look after the family, so I had to do something. Um, so I, okay, I made a bad decision. I, I trusted the guy that I shouldn't have. And I put myself into that position. Um, and it turned out that the guy was absolute bastard. Well, that's the mildest way to put it. I I don't want to swear in front of you, Grandpa. So there you go. Um, I put up with him for a few years, and um, one day I I couldn't anymore. So um, that's when I knew that I had magic. So thy husband, who swore oaths to protect thee, became thy turnkey. Yeah, I mean, his idea of protecting me was locking me in the room and not letting me get out. Hmm. He viewed thee as but an ornament to his hoard. Yeah, unfortunately. But I, I, I was too naive, I suppose. I didn't, I didn't know no, I didn't know it meant would do such a thing. Well, the gentleman wouldn't have. 
yeah, well, you wouldn't have. No, I wouldn't have. But yeah, um, that's what happened, and uh, this this vision, though, it was all wrong. It, in this vision, I I didn't kill kill my husband, and uh, somehow Sabrina turned up, and he, she was the same. And that's that's not right. That can't be right. So, so hang on, Sabrina locked you in a room. In my vision, yeah. She she turned up and she killed Septimus. And she swept me away and told me that I was imagining all that. And, and she locked me in a room without a window. Oh, man. Yes. And she's much stronger. Future. She she won't do that, will she? She she can't. It was just fears. an evil vision that Casabon mm. showed me. Future fears mingling with the shadows of the past. Yeah. I mean, there's there's always that risk that she would, but the only way to find that out is. By talking to her and trusting her. Yeah, yeah. Have you any evidence that she wouldn't? Uh, when I last spoke to her, she she did get a bit worked up. You know how she's got temper, right? She's yeah. But that's, I, that's a temper. That's that's not controlling. I know. Yeah. I. Yeah. She wouldn't. She'd never be like Septimus. No way. And then, and then, like Lucy's eyes look doubtful. She looks very sad. Silver will give her a cuddle. Oh, thanks, Silver. I know, I know that Sabrina is strong, much stronger than I, much stronger than most of us, but if it ever came to that, you know that you, you're not alone this time. Even if it did, even if it did come to play. It's, uh, I can't, yeah, no, it's not, it's not gonna be like that. She's not gonna be like that. Can't happen. And if anyone does try that sort of thing, you've got a lot more power now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's that's why I want power for myself. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm never gonna be locked up again. Never. Not by anyone. Yeah, I get it. Freedom's a beautiful thing. You don't you don't value it enough until we lose it. Hmm. Yeah. So Yeah, I think I think uh, 
I don't know. Sabrina. She, yeah, I, I don't think it's possible. She's, she's not gonna do that. I love her. I think she should want to protect you, but should use her strength to protect you. Not entrapment. She knows, she knows how that affects you. She wouldn't want to put you in, in that position. Yeah, um, I'd be worried about Sabrina, actually. How so? She's, she's close to the queen, too. Yeah, yeah I think you're wrong about that. We might wind up having to fight her, is the thing. Yeah. She might I mean, want, she might not, she might try and pick the, she might pick the queen over us. That's, that's gonna, break my heart I don't I haven't really thought about that eventuality I don't think anybody wants to kill her though so we'll have to try and find a way around around it if it comes to that yeah I I tried to talk to her about the the queen that, that she isn't quite right how she's not the same queen that she was She's not the same Iliosa that Sabrina knew. And what happened? Uh, Sabrina, it, she she didn't listen. I mean, I couldn't quite explain everything, you know, because she's she's too close, and she. It's hard thing to believe, and it's my word against hers, and I think. Sabrina would listen to Iliosa more than me. The other problem is, is we can't tell her too much at the moment as well, because the more that Sabrina I, knows, the more she's at risk. I was hoping that she's seen. <coughs> you know how when we fought um, the assassins, that she was not like a normal human being. Maybe Sabrina's seen that. I I don't know. But last time when um when she had the crossbolt in her neck, Sabrina didn't even see that. Sabrina may possibly have chosen not to see it. That's my fear that she may not have seen it last time either. I don't know. I, I want to find a way to um, get Sabrina out of this fight. If you if you do have to fight Leosa, but uh, it may not be possible. Oh well, I, I worry about that when the time comes. Yeah, that's that's a problem for for future Lucy. Boy, I'd hate to be her. <laughs> this place preys upon my fears. Yeah, I, I guess that was my fear that Sabrina's gonna be against me. But the uh, high, yeah, that was cruel. 
try, if I may, not to give Kasavon the satisfaction of thy suffering. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That 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 vision, that poor thing was a lie. I do have the power, and I'm not crazy. There's just the faintest, almost sensation rather than sound of a chuckle in the back of people's minds. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Lucy shouts. But yeah, I, uh, but you didn't, you didn't know that, Grandpa, that I, um, I killed my ex-husband. People might say in cold blood, but um, yes, I had to do that. I, I had to. I had to set myself free. He was an evil man. I can yeah. understand. He broke his oaths. Yeah. A husband in name only is no husband. Mm-hmm. And Gary made me sit a visual for that too, so I'm sufficiently um, cleansed of my sins, I, I, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Like, you, you made me. Two you made more. me sit up. It was like it, it wasn't even like one hour. It was like all night. Well, now you got two more nights. That is so unfair. <laughs> well, it's not about fairness. It's about not. It's about learning things. And so far, you haven't really learned anything, have you? Well, what else could I learn from it? I mean, like, I... I got rid of an evil man. And that... That was that. (laughs) Have you you considered, Lucy, whether or not you can tap into the more gentler side of yourself and see whether or not as you grow as a sorcerer, that you can pick up on more gentle spells. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I because there is ways of stopping people without killing them, so that they can be brought to proper justice. Yeah, you're right, <clears throat> but that's assuming that people can redeem themselves. This is true, but like if we were to come across Sabrina and it was sword versus sword, what would you do? It's a different matter because I love her. I know, but what would you do? Probably try to find the, the other way without harming her. <clears throat> I'll leave that with you. That is a thing that could potentially happen in the future. Perhaps you and Elagos need to talk in private about 
finding a way of finding a more gentler side of yourself. Uh, Methinks the answer to this is merely time. Lucindriel is very young. Swathes of life await her. Yeah, I mean, as I see it, the world is not a gentle place. And to survive, one must do what one must do. Destroy things. It's the one way of doing it. It is one way of doing it. I only destroy the things that threaten me or people who people who I love. If there's one thing I've learnt from Jalen is that you always strive to protect everything that's beautiful, everything that you love. And you first before you raise a fist, you raise your hand, you raise your heart. And if that doesn't work then you raise your fist and you fight yeah. with everything you've got. But you first must raise your hand. Yeah, raise your hand in love. That's assuming that that the, the hand that's raised in love is not going to be bitten off. So with a fight with Sabrina, you'd believe that you'd that your hand would be bitten? No, because I, I, we went over this. It's not about Sabrina. It's about, it's about people I know and love versus everyone else. All things are considered in the weighing of souls. Yeah. Intention and action alike. Mm-hmm. And we none of us are responsible for another walking a dark path. Yeah, it's... My husband's sins are his own, and they led him to his fate. Yeah, I think so. And I guess what I learned from that is that I trusted a man that I shouldn't have trusted. Yes, and for him, the the fist has raised. Yeah, so that made me, I suppose, feel like I should be more cautious. Rather than raising a hand of love, then I'd rather put my guard up. I guess there's no easy answer to these things. Like, like Grandpa said, I am young. I, I realize that. Still have much to learn. 
so so very young. Shut up, CEO. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Look not talking me, to I'm you. So old. Look at me. I'm old. Yeah. How old is Lucy? Lucy is um t- early twenties, twenty um twenty one, twenty two, at this stage. So. What would she's that human, be in... so she's very well, young for a human, young for everything So what else. would that be in elf years, 21? Uh, she's a teenager in elf years, isn't she? Yeah, just think... out of, yeah, just out of teenager dumb, So I, I think uh... it's give or take sort of four or five times. So she'd be yeah. like oh, I'm 80, thinking half elf. 80 to 100 for an elf. So Seol's got a, got about fifty years on her ish. He's he's about the equivalent of sort of a thirty year old to her twenty year old. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's more wise and experienced, but not um, substantively so. Yeah. Why, if thou wert an elf, thou would be f- fifty years younger than our wise Seol. <laughs> well. <laughs> He's never going to get over that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Blair. well. laughs> hey, how old is Liori? Uh, she is younger. Um, she is barely pushing at a hundred. So she would be like sort of the same age as me. In, in Basically, the... she's she's either the same yeah. age as you, or just very slightly younger. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Um. At this point, um, do you guys mind if I turn the conversation to what happened yesterday? Yeah, yeah. You haven't you haven't got anything else to say? No, I I think Lucy said she's. Huh. Wants to say? Yeah, so, so, so basically, yeah, we can move so basically, Garen freaked out about Ludi, Lucy murdering the husband. Everyone else was totally on board with it. Yeah. Elagos is all like, uh, oh, he needed to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. He well, was a toxic is, piece of shit. He needed to go. Well, the thing <laughs> is, like, followers of, um, Saren Ray and followers of Phrasma have very different ideas about the nature oh. of death and what it means. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So Adam and I have I mostly on the same page, but not always. <laughs> Especially mm. about undead. We yeah. are very much the same page on undead. Yeah, mm. and abominations. Yes. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Elagos will turn to see all and a bit towards Leori and will say I beseech thee for I must make apology for my temper on yester eve the discussions of my true nature put me in a vile temper and he will light his pipe and sort of take a big breath of tobacco. Uh, Wait, do you call that a vile temper? I thought that you were just mildly annoyed. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wait. 
I fear I made myself unpleasant. Uh, and he will look at Jack and see all and uh, Silver. Um, for which I must tender my apologies. So Jack's going to let Seol um, speak first. Sure. So Seol will sort of uh, cogitate on this as he is wont to do. I can understand how such a discussion would have been distressing to you. I, for myself, would can uh, I, for myself, can understand why you would not wish to have such things revealed nor dwelled upon when you have gone to pains to conceal that this castle is testing us all in many ways. A great deal of horror here of the sort that we were expecting, walking dead and the like, but there is also a great deal of suffering and frustration. It is no surprise that we are at one another's throat. That's what he's got. No, I nod. I noticed that he didn't apologize and instead using that opportunity to dig at me and feel that I did my bit. Mm-hmm. Fair. I Fair. kind of give him a contemptuous look and that's it. I'm I'm not reopening the argument just because he wants to keep going. Jack? So, uh, yep. So, um... Jack will take a moment and bite a little bit, lip a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry too. I um think it was only fair to tell Leori about the thing, but I didn't think about um how rough it was going to be on you. So maybe we should have done that differently and not done it when you were there or something like that. Um. Anyway, I'm sorry it was hard on you. And, um, yeah, that's all right. It was just, just scares me us all fighting this way. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jack, for snapping at you. (coughs) I was carried away. It's okay. I, I was mean to Leori earlier. Seol is right. It's the castle. And, um, Jack will smile at Elagos and um, Lucy a bit tentatively, but you can see that she's um, feeling jumpy. But um, yeah. yeah, feels like you know, it's feeling better about it. Yeah, I'm gonna nod and smile back at. Uh, Jack, whose um, speech was a lot more genuine than yours. <laughs> yeah, I I smile at Jack, but I do not apologize to Seol. <laughs> and uh, Leori too will respond when she's not talking over anyone. 
Go for okay. it. Um, so she sort of listens to Elagos very uncomfortably, sort of fidgeting, and as she is wont to do, sort of wrapping the chain around her arm. I mean, I get it. I, I guess. I mean, we're all pissed off. I, I don't know about anyone else, but I'm tired. I'm really, really tired of not sleeping. I'm tired of being in this place. I haven't even seen anything yet, but I'm tired of the voice in the back of my head. I'm tired of everybody keeping secrets from me, everybody knowing something that dumb old Leori doesn't. I mean, I kind of like it, she says, just uh, looking to Alagos directly. I mean, it's a hell of a lot better than being an elf. I mean, it's got to suck, like, not being an elf and then being forced to be one. I I can't imagine how it feels to know you could have been. And she goes quiet partway through, and she says, actually, I guess I can understand how it feels that you should have been something different and, and you weren't, but... There we are. I mean, we can we can both punch each other till till we feel better about it. If you want, ah, uh, no thanks. She says, looking not. It must be said, terribly enthused about the concept. She's she's actually, if anything, yeah. tendering this to Alagos by her way of apology. Like you can just smack me in the face until you feel better about yeah. it. We are all masters of our own destiny. That is so true. And I smile back at her. Like, you know, I'm not going into, like, yeah, it sucks because I'm an elf or her own particular weird thing, but I'm basically saying we're all masters of our own destiny, you know, you can be what you want to be kind of thing. Fair. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, Meredith. No, no, I was just going to say, because I really don't want to go into that right now. Yeah, yeah, fair. So I want to have a conversation with Leori at some point because I figured out some stuff about what's going on with me and her, but we've done a bunch of talky stuff and, so I could possibly do that with Jared after the session if you guys wanted, and we could do some more role playing stuff with the group now. Well, uh, I mean, you haven't done much of the talking, so yeah, I'm fine yeah. with you having Yeah, I'm fine with you having talking with the it's, it's, an, it's inherently going to be a very talky session, no matter yeah. what you do, because I'm not set up for online play. Yeah. Or, are you guys all right with that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Go for it. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, just pause for a moment. Yep. I'm just going to go and get my um, uh, thing to wrap my arm in to hurt myself with because it helps me be Leori. Um, oh my gosh, Jerry. Even if nobody can see it. Yeah, I'm actually going to erase it. Well, keep in mind, the GM is not actually hurting himself. I'm merely using yeah. it as a prop to... Um, yeah. Give me an indication of what the character is doing. Yeah. Well, if it's a one-on-one scene, we could possibly turn on Helen and Jared's cameras. Because two people probably isn't going to overstrain. 
gaze upon my splendiferous pretty room. <laughs> so pretty. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Alright. Uh, we see faces. Sort of. Jared went out of focus for a moment. It's a show. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I move too much, the camera goes out of focus. The Not Helen and Jared show. So, basically, I'm thinking, like, maybe, you know, because the Lucy scene happened several days previously when um, Lucy was having her flashback. Yeah, it's just all kind of miscellaneous sitting around the hallowed ball. Yeah, Yeah, we get up in the morning and, like, yeah, we get up in the morning and, you know, divide some treasure and then have this awkward conversation and apologize to each other. Yeah. And then... After that, um, Jack's gonna say, um, Leori, could I like talk to you? And she gestures at the tent, at the sort of one bit of semi-private area that we've got. She looks uh, sort of very vaguely surprised and shrugs. Yeah, sure, sure. So we go into the tent. Yep. Yep. And it's like, I know I sort of already apologized about what I said to you the other day, but I know it's hard for you because you feel like you're not like other people and what I said made you hurt you with that and I guess I wanted to try and explain what it is the thing is right you're scared of something I don't know what it is something about being an elf and what the other elves did. I don't know what that was like for you growing up with them. I know it's not something you want to think about, like, but I don't know what went wrong or what they were like. I don't know much about elves. There ain't many of them in Corvosa or nothing. Um, but I know that you're scared of something and you're, you've got your life set up so you don't have to deal with that so that you can be away from that thing that scares you so that you can protect yourself from it, like. And that what you do, and Jack will wince and gesture at Leori's arm, that helps you feel safe. She shakes her head very slightly at this. And, uh, oh, sorry, shakes her head very slowly. Continue if you're continuing. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, like, the thing that I'm running from, the thing that scares me, the thing that I'm protecting myself from, that's people hurting me. Old Gadrin, mostly, but also what the Corvosa guard would have done to me if they caught me stealing. What um would have happened to me if, you know, they tried to... um. There was this woman tried to frame me for assassinating Iliosa. If that had happened, what they'd done to me, it would have been pretty bad. So the thing is, whatever it is that you're scared of, if you could imagine someone coming and trying to make you do that, 
like, I don't know, going back home and having a tea party with all the people who didn't, who you didn't get on with. That's what it's like for me when you talk about the pain that way. I know it's important to you, but to me it's pretty scary. So that's why I said that. Because nobody's because I'm not going to let anybody hurt me again the way old Gadron used to hurt me. So it ain't about what you're doing. I mean, that freaks me out. I mean, I don't think if you saw somebody else who was doing, if you like saw another elf and they were going off and doing elfy stuff, I don't think you'd be okay with that, even though that was them and not you. I think there'd be a bit of you going, that's the wrong thing. You shouldn't do that. It's going to make you unhappy. It's hard for me to watch you doing what you do, but that's, it don't seem right to me, but that's not my business. And it's because it scares me so much. That's why I reacted the way I did. And she goes very quiet and subdued at this. Uh, and after a few minutes of quiet, there is a very low mutter, barely audible under his breath. Not afraid. They didn't do anything to me. I mean, not like what you're thinking. I didn't get beaten as an orphan or, or held prisoner like, like Lucy did. I didn't. I didn't lose somebody like Lexi all did. I just, I, I'm not afraid. I'm empty. I'm broken. She shrugs awkwardly and then pulls her tight and winces slightly and seems to, that seems to settle her a little. Is that what they, did they tell you that? Look, it's, this is the bit where I try and explain it. And and this is the bit where you, you look at me all bug eyed, like I'm crazy. And then maybe you walk out and, and maybe try and hug me and and they're both awful okay well how about this i'm gonna look over here and jack turns around and sits looking at the edge of the tent flap 
And I promise I, I, I promise I won't hug you. And you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. It's just, I don't get it, but I don't have to get it. Look. She sort of thinks about this hard, takes like the back of her spiked gauntlet and kind of scratches her nose as she's thinking and actively sort of cuts herself a little as she does. Yeah. That. But the brilliant part with this plan is yeah, I can't see, can't see it. Very nice. Okay, I got a question for you. Sure. So you got beaten as a kid, right? Yeah. This Gadrin, he was he was a bad guy. And um, there's a, there's a pause, and then Jack says more quietly, "Yeah." Okay, so so get away from all that. What else about being a kid? Was there stuff that made you happy, like good stuff in your life? Was it all bad? No, the it was pretty good. Um, tell I, I was with Gadrin for about four years. But, you know, I mean, I'm not as old as you, but I'm not young like humans. Like, I'm, I'm 32. I mean, I had a lot of good years. Um, there was a human lady. She adopted me and a bunch of other street kids, Mama Hester. Um, I had some really good times with her and the others. It was, it was always tough. Like, we didn't have much and she was a little bit funny and uh, maybe more than a little bit funny in the head. And uh, the other kids, you know, we fought quite a bit and we stole things to survive and we were always afraid. But we were happy a lot of the time too. You know, we had each other. Well, I don't know if you do know, but, yeah, I had a lot of good times as a kid. I wasn't really – I wasn't tough like I am now. I wasn't prepared for what it was going to be like with Gadrin. I was tough in some ways, but I wasn't tough enough. Getting now, in front of me. now maybe I'm a little bit too tough, but some things you can't stop being like once you are like them. But think of something that made you happy, like something really specific. Like, like did Mama Hester, uh, she shrugs and flaps her arms looking a bit blank at this. I don't know, did she did she make cakes? Did she read you stories? Any of that kind of shit? Yeah, she gave us she gave me sweets the first time I that she gave me sweets the first time I stole something off the off the practice dummy. She was real proud. It made me happy. And sweets. Like like they taste good? Yeah, you yeah. eat them? Yeah. And why? What what's good? Why why do they why did they make you feel good? Yeah, it's it's because they taste good. But how do you how do you know that they taste good? How do you know they're making you happy? They just they they feel good in my mouth. She sort of nods at this. 
So, back where I lived with the elves, oh, you'd have hated it. Trees everywhere, maples, dancing, communion, one with the animals, that kind of shit. We had honey cakes. They, they harvested them from, from the bees, from the bees hives. And everybody used to get together every year for the harvest when the first honey had come in and we'd, we'd have a special day for the honey cakes. And everyone had come together and make them and they'd all laugh and sing together as they made them. And at the end, you'd end up with a delicious, sweet honey cake about this thick. And when you crunched it in, it dribbled down your mouth. And you could taste the sweet sugar. And that was... All the other kids were happy. They 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 ate the sugar, and they were happy. They played with everyone. They baked with everyone, and they were happy. And you could tell they were happy because they smiled and they laughed. And it filled up that big hole inside them where everything is black and miserable and you're always alone and whatever you do is always the wrong thing. I ate the honey cakes. I I baked with them. Everybody said, Leori, what's wrong? Leori, you don't seem happy. Leori, this is, this is the honey festival. This is the bit where you feel alive. I didn't feel like that. I just, the honey was sweet. People were, Okay, I just I wasn't that interested in in baking. I just I wanted to. I don't know what I wanted. Look, this is the bug-eyed bit that I said. See, but I'm looking over I'm, here. So you can't even tell what my eyes are doing. I'm not afraid. I'm just. I'm empty. All the things that are supposed to make you happy and feel alive. They go into the well. But they don't fill it. And even if they do, it's only for a little while. And I look at the others and I don't understand why they can be so alive and why I can't. It wasn't... It's not all about honey cakes, you understand? No, I think I get it. There were the maypole dancers... There were the moments where you go into the woods to sit in front of a deer and look into its eyes and feel like you're a part of the deer so you can feel the life and the nature around you. You can feel that inside you and you can feel truly alive. I looked at the deer. It didn't do anything. I screamed at it. And, and it ran away. That was, that was kind of fun. But, but I got in trouble. Not trying hard enough. It didn't matter how hard I tried. 
she shrugs and looks very awkward. Some some wells just aren't meant to be filled, I guess. Sometimes, no matter what you, no matter how much you shovel in there, it just it just doesn't get full. I mean, not if not if there's a hole in the bottom of your well and it just all all drains out again. If you're <clears throat> yak yak broken, if you're if you're not properly alive like the others are. You have to find something to let you know you're alive. You, they talk about finding a passion, finding a reason, so I find one. <clears throat> and she is very much... Um, I don't know if Jack is actually looking at her or if she's specifically no. looking away at this point. Right, because no, Leori is basically just looking off that away and kind of ranting at the walls of the tent as opposed to at Jack specifically at this point. Yeah, and Jack is uh, Jack is looking at the wall a different bit of the walls of the tent so that they're not so that there's no eye contact. So then you find something that <clears throat> does bring you into that moment. It makes you feel alive. And then they stare at you <laughs> bug eyed and tell you to stop doing it. They tell you that it's wrong. <clears throat> Even though just for a minute while you're doing it, you feel, you can feel something like you're alive, like there's a point to it all. And they stare at you like you're wrong. Then it gets worse. They tell you not to do it. Then they counsel you. Then they train you. Tell you what you should be, and you try it, and you try it, and you're not. I'm not afraid of my people. I'm not afraid of them. I just... I hate them, and I hate myself for not being able to fill that hole. And she goes quiet at this point. It's hard. What about after you came to the city? Like, do you still feel like nothing makes you happy? Or do you feel happy some of the time? I I found the Brotherhood of Bones. I see all few of the others. I found Asmodeus. Finally, like, here was somebody who signed off and said, yeah, pain. Pain is the answer. Pain lets, lets you feel it. Lets you know that something is actually happening in your head, in your arms, in your legs. Pain really, really fills up that hole. And it's right there with you anytime you want it. The Brotherhood didn't think I was weird. Well, okay. Yeah, they did. But less less weird than other people. I can see less why weird that than other people thought I'd be. Hmm. I mean, I haven't really been anywhere except with them, I, I guess. But, I mean, Asmodeus says pain has a purpose. As Asmodeus, I mean, I, I didn't read all the books and endless garbage that Seol gave me because who's who's got time for that? Who wants to? But pain is 
is simple. Pain is there, and, and pain makes you feel alive. It's something I can do for myself. It's something I can do for other people. What else do I need? Isn't this ah, making me ah, happy? Ah. <laughs> There's the bug I looked from Helen. Yes, but you, but Jack. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Leori can't see it. Well, I think I get it. It seems like a hard way to be, but I guess the main thing is you've found something that works. Sorry, I I got upset. And she much more slowly and deliberately winds the chain, less clawing into herself and more just pulling it almost like a breathing exercise, and she is, in fact, breathing with it. She says, I mean, you listened. You, you didn't run out of the room. I mean, you, you probably did the bug-eyed thing, but, but you were looking the other way, so that was nice. I thought that would be a good idea. It's not... It's different for me because, I mean, people think... I'm weird sometimes because, like, people think it's a big deal when someone dies, even if they were a bad guy, even if they had it coming. You're supposed to feel real upset when someone dies. And I don't. I don't think... I don't think I'm going to. I think... That's gone. I mean, See, kids kids died every week. It you got so you couldn't care anymore, and they were did, and none of them had it coming. So I can't get upset when someone like old Gadrin or Septimus as bloody Vidal dies because those guys had it coming. And people feel like I should get upset about that, and. Like, there's something wrong with me. So I get it a little bit, but I think it's... And, you know, not, people aren't always super keen on street rats and thieves either, but I don't think it's as hard for me that way as it is for you. I think people have made you feel like an outsider more. And that's hard. What happens when you're... Wrong. So, I don't get this thing, but I like you. I don't know you well. Uh, uh, Silver and Lucy, them and you are friends. I don't know if you and I are friends, but I like you. And even if I don't get this pain thing, I like you're clever, you're good with spells, 
and you've got a lot of stuff going on. And there's more to you than this one thing that people don't get. Even if I don't get it, maybe I don't have to get it. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, th- I think we're friends. I mean, if we weren't, we are now. Unless I got that wrong as well again. Now, let's be friends. And, and I, I, I don't mind killing people. I mean, you, you don't want to make too much of a habit of it, or you get run out of town all the time. But like, if people need killing, then you, you kill them, and then they're dead, and then the problem is solved, right? That's what I think too, but. People tell me there's other things that you have to be concerned about. People, people don't not big on the hugs with the the spikes. I, it doesn't make any sense, but but I, I, I understand. So holds a hand up for a fist bump. Yeah. So um, Jack will actually reach out and hold her hand. So hand holding. And she will like squeeze, crush you. Yep. Like it's it's the manly, manly um, class yep. of dominance thing. But of course, it's not actually about dominating you. It's about um, hurting you for the the goodness of it. And Jack will wince, but tolerate that that amount. Yeah, yeah. She's certainly not going to shatter your hand or anything like yeah. that. But Jack has a tiny little hand to begin yeah, with. Yeah. So. She's just that that obnoxious guy who won't let go of the manly handshake. Yeah, well, that's not that bad. All right. All right. I think that's probably close. Yeah, and then, um, and then having shared feelings, we, um, scuggle off to alternate corners of the camp and just kind of twitch a bit. Never talk about it again. Fair enough. Well, not necessarily never talk about it again, but that was quite a lot of emotional sharing for two characters who don't like talking about their feelings. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All good. All good. Thanks for being patient, guys. That was a lot of fun. You did great. Yeah, that was Sorry, great. Sorry, I turned, I turned my, my thing on because there was a bunch of people wandering around. Well done. Yeah, I muted myself so I can have more chocolate. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like it's a very loosey thing to do. I'm just picturing this constant nom, 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 going on from your end. Uh-huh. So... Elegos, I'm, Meredith, I'm really sorry she told me what was going on with um, her and that she didn't tell you. You really put the effort in and it feels like I reap the rewards, but I don't know, maybe she'll be more prepared to talk to you now that she knows that you're I've, um, I've come to terms that I'm, I'm never going to be able to redeem Seor I'm just not the right character. All right. So do we oh, want to leave yeah. it there at this point then? Um, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Did... Did Seol apologize to um Leori? Yeah, I'd like to know. Uh, presumably, yes. Off off screen, he basically went into a tent in the morning before he had the conversation about Casavon. Um, spoke with her for you know five minutes or so, which for Seol is a reasonably curt conversation. Um, then they came out. Um, Somewhat glaring at each other, but basically indicating they were prepared to work together again. Okay. Ah, oh, that's good. Well, I mean, that's that's not actually a guarantee that he apologized. Yeah, I mean, actually, Lucy we were all apologizing, check. he didn't apologize to anybody. 
Yeah, yeah they could Lucy just might go and check on Liori going, hey, did, yeah, did he apologize? That could just be a concession. <laughs> Basically, you you can uh, either assume or um, directly ask, because even if Sior would pontificate around the point, Liori would just more or less tell you flat out. Um, yeah. The answer is sort of to the same extent that he apologizes to anyone. Oh, it's sort of like how he talked to Alagos just He's, now? He, he, he takes a long time to get to his point, and his point is more is less, I did the wrong thing, sorry, and more, perhaps there is some wisdom, you know, in uh, <laughs> communicating the truth to some allies, but with your background, you know, surely you can see how this would have been problematic. Rattle, rattle, rattle. I, the the main reason it hasn't happened on screen is because I don't want to have the two NPCs rattle on to each other yeah, and yeah. while the players watch me play with myself. So I guess the question is whether Leori interpreted that as an apology or not. If yeah, uh, from, Lucy, from yeah. Lucy could we could do that quickly if if that's a short conversation. Yeah, do you want to do that? Lucy can just go poke, going, "Hey, did the." Did he apologize? And she says, yeah. And then sort of stops and thinks about it for a moment. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I mean, oh. I guess. I mean, he... He came in and, and... And he said... That yes, he had lied to me about being, being an elf. Clenched and shaken first. Yeah. But that it was pretty understandable under the circumstances because I had so many issues around it. Oh, fucking hell. He was (laughs) hoping that we could move past it and continue to work together for the good of the Brotherhood of Bones and and for um, Asmodeus's interests, which, which we were both sworn to. Okay, that's not an apology. And, and she sort of thinks about it. And she's like, "I mean, I thought he apologized." Uh, that doesn't sound like... okay. I, guess I admit just... I often stop listening when Seal starts talking after that, a while. That's true. That's true. I I do that too. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that just does not sound like apology to me. Jeez. I mean, he no. did say I wouldn't understand, and that's that's probably true. Oh, that is the worst. How else do you presume that you understand or not? <laughs> anyway, I'm getting worked up again. I should, I should. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh, Lucy, rage, rage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that oh god, that's so triggering. I I anyway. think I just had enough of um mansplaining. <laughs> I mean, I I felt better after hitting him a few times. Oh yeah, that like that really does help. It it does, it does. It's a form of therapy, that's for sure. So next time he does it, next next time he does it again, you can just punch him now. I mean, Asmodeus would approve, right? So every time I think he's been a jerk, I just punch him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that could bruise my knuckles. Yeah, I know. Give him uh, like that good bit of pain that he likes so much. I mean, is it you? He likes the pain too, right? Is that, that how it works? I don't sure. know. I don't know about religion and stuff. 
<laughs> you guys figure it out. He likes paint, right? I don't know. Religion shrug. <laughs> religion. Yeah, to be honest, Leori's not substantially more religious than Lucy is really. So I found the one deity that does the thing that I'm kind of into, so let's stick with it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know how, to, how it works, but it, it certainly feels good to punch someone if they're being a jerk. Oh my god, oh my god Lucy is not helping Lucy's, at all. Lucy is such a great influence on here. <laughs> they speak the same language. I'm just going to pray for all your souls. <laughs> Rightly so, someone needs to. Uh, young people. <laughs> when they're I'm less just... than 50 years old. I'm just glad this do. conversation's happening out of Sarumre's sight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gary's not listening, so he doesn't know. Leori and Lucy, unfortunately, have way too much in common. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate, isn't it? Like, uh, I mean, uh, I, I mean, do kind of understand the temptation of, like, hitting Seol, mm. but, like, I'm too mature to actually do it. Oh my gosh, I'm too mature. (laughs) But are you too mature to enjoy the young people not being that mature and hitting them? (laughs) I mean, I would like to think so, but probably not. I mean, I kind of just stood back and watched um, Leori, like, smack him around. I am but a a dragon. What more can one do? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, Belle Lamb was enjoying the show.